And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. To the show. My name is Al Gordon. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Yep. Using that weird word again. I, you guys are getting tired of me saying that. I know you're tired of it, but the, here's the thing. On Tuesdays, I am all about bringing Lifestyles Unlimited members onto the show. And, and the reason I do this is because it's not all about what Al has to say. Now, I realize that you, you may focus on my words. You may listen to me frequently, but I don't have all the answers to everything real estate related. And because I don't have all the answers, what I do is I rely on people that I believe do have the additional answers that I don't have. So what we're going to do today is we're actually just going to turn this, this whole thing, this whole Tell Al Tuesday into a mini workshop for you. Are you cool with that? And here's why. I have Greg and Nicole on the show today. Now, you've heard Greg and Nicole in the past. I had both of them on two years ago. Uh, I had Greg only on a year ago. Part of the reason was because they just bought another apartment community and Nicole was busy working on that apartment community. She couldn't break away the extra hour to come hang out with me. I'm, I'm a little upset about it, but I've got her back today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring Greg and Nicole onto the show. We're going to get to know them and you're going to find out some very interesting facts about them. So let's go straight to them. Greg and Nicole. How are you guys today? I'm so glad to have you back, and I'm really excited just to dig into your brains. Are you cool with that? Yeah, well, you made us a little nervous with that setup. We don't know what you're, what you're going to do now. Did, didn't I you am. know I, I, did, I did an online brain surgery class, so I'm, I'm well prepared for this. I even got a certificate. You're scared now, huh? <laughs> All right, let me let me set the stage for the audience because because you and I know each other very well. I've I've known you guys since I've been a Lifestyles Unlimited member, and that's going on almost six years. You guys have been members for like twelve years, and you guys started by doing a flip, right? I mean, you did a flip for your first investment, and this was prior to Lifestyles Unlimited. Is is that a true statement? Yes or no? Well, uh, it wasn't a very good flip, but we did one. <laughs> okay, so. Um, so so you've done the flipping, all right? Yeah. So why why not make a career out of flipping? Why this real estate investing that you guys are doing? Yeah, well, uh, we since have learned a lot of other reasons not to do flipping, but the our first experience would explain one of the risks of it. Uh, we happened to close on a on a purchase property that looked like it was going to make us a hundred thousand dollars in profit, but we happened to close on it the week that. Uh, we live in Detroit, by the way, so Ford, General Motors, Chrysler, a lot of uh, automotive companies laid off a ton of people, and nothing moved in the real estate market for months and months and months, and even though we did a good job of repairing this property, real estate prices were plummeting, and we kept lowering our price. It wouldn't sell. Every month, we were paying $3,000 of mortgage payments plus um, utilities and other things, and it was this property was literally burning a hole in our pocket, and we were getting close to running out of cash. 
Now, fortunately, we had a smart realtor. Somebody came in and said they'd love to buy the property, but they couldn't. My realtor asked why. He said we had a we had a little condo over here, and my realtor said, "I'll bet you the owners of this property would love to buy that little condo." So we got out of it, but uh, it was a, a dicey situation. So we don't we don't really like the idea of flipping. We've done much much better with buy and hold real estate. So f- flipping is a, is a no go business venture for the two of you, correct? Yeah, we 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 tested it out and decided that it wasn't for us. It's also very work intensive, right? It's it's a whole other job because you have to continually find new properties, <clears throat> which is difficult. So when you buy and hold, you're continuing to you know improve on the property that you already own um, and and get the benefits of it, um, which is very, very different from flipping. So I'm, I'm thinking if, if I were in your shoes and I just went through this, I'll use the term disaster because it sounds like that's what you went through was a mini disaster. I'm thinking this whole real estate thing, it's got to be for the birds. Maybe what I should be doing is focusing on putting money in my 401k and, you know, just just doing what the conventional wisdom's telling me to do. Were, were you guys feeling like that at any time in your life after this flipping disaster? Well, I got to remember around that time, Al, we had a one-two punch. Not only do we have this flip, but our 401k had just turned into a 201k. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so nothing was working, right? Uh, but actually what surprised us was we we ended up getting this little condo, and, and for a lot of reasons, uh, Lifestyles does not recommend it. Uh, turning condos into rentals, but we had this property. We needed to rent it out. We rented it out, and we made a very small positive cash flow, which allowed us to hold it for quite a while. But after owning it for a year, we realized that all of our original fears about tenants, toilets, and taxes and such were just non-existent. We had in in twelve months, we had zero phone calls from our tenants. Zero. Wait a minute. Hold on. Slow down. Stop. Stop. Everybody listening to us right now knows that your tenants have to call you at least once a month because something's broken. <laughs> no, we had no calls and the rent was always paid on time. Yeah, we we um, you know made sure that when we got the property, we went in, we we fixed anything that that was broken or needed to be repaired. Um, we painted everything. We replaced carpet. You know, we we. We got the property in very good condition, and the the folks, the, the family that we rented the um, condo to were wonderful people. They were hardworking. They paid their rent on time every month. They were very quiet. They took very good care of the property, and it was a, it was a wonderful relationship. We were very sad when they decided that it was time for them to go buy a home themselves. So... Let me frame this for the audience because we've, we've, we've covered a lot of terrain here. You, you did the flipping thing. It was a bad result. You did the buy and hold real estate thing. Even though you used the, the nasty condo, you did buy and hold and you got a, a good result? Yeah, well, we... Go ahead, Greg. Finish your point. Yeah, I was going to say, we stopped the bleeding flip, but held that property. It made some minor cash flow. Five years later, we sold it in a nice profit. Outstanding. Well, I think I think the the big secret, which to to me, it's it's not really a secret anymore. And to the Lifestyles Unlimited community, it's not a secret. But to our audience, I think it's a secret. And it's the fact that both of you spent a great deal of time in corporate America. You work for a major automotive manufacturer and you eventually got to a point of retirement with with that entity. Is, Is that a true statement? Yeah, we have both um, 
left our corporate roles. Yes. Couldn't be happier about it. Now, were you able to walk away on your own accord or did they just tell you, hey, it's time for you to go and they gave you the little severance package? Uh, Well, I uh, left in 2019 and I just walked away um, because we retired me through real estate transactions and that's where we decided I needed to spend my time. And and then Greg was really hoping for a, a package uh, but gave up waiting for one and uh, eventually just uh, retired uh, almost a year ago now. So wait, waiting for a package, what does that mean? Explain that to me. <laughs> so uh, in October of 2021, we bought a new apartment complex, and that one uh, provided enough income that it replaced my income at work, so I didn't need to keep working anymore. And I was hanging around working for a few months, hoping that I might get laid off because there were rumors I would get laid off. There were going to be some layoffs. And I was really hoping they'd come to me and say, oh, I'm so sorry. We need to let you go. Here's a six-month severage package. Uh, But that never happened, and I got tired of waiting for one. So I just told my boss one day, I'm I'm going to be gone by the end of the month. And and how did that sit with your boss? Uh, He was a little surprised we were able to do that. (laughs) He was (laughs) My boss was about the exact age as I was, and we, we had both worked for the company for a very long time, and uh, he was just somewhat shocked that um, that I was able to retire. Okay, so let me, let me, let me, let me explain this to the audience, because I think we may have lost a couple people. In 2011, you guys discover Lifestyles Unlimited. In 2012, you decide to get busy, and you join the preferred investor group portion of Lifestyles Unlimited, which means you wanted to get involved with syndicated investing. You wanted to invest with other people. You wanted to make assets available to other members. And that's what that group does. And you got busy investing in real estate. And because you did that, you took control of your lives. You made the decision when it was time for you to leave corporate America, and it wasn't the other way around. You got, you know, do you guys realize that you're in the vast majority of people that leave corporate America? Um, what I'm trying to say is you're in the vast minority of people that leave corporate America on their own terms. Most, most people don't leave on their own terms, do they? No, not at all. In fact, um, you know, 2008, the recession here was really hard in Detroit, uh, more than probably many cities. And we saw a lot of people who were near retirement um, and their 401k turned into the 201k and then they were forced into retirement. And for some of them, even the companies went bankrupt and their pension that they were counting on got cut in half. So that's a miserable way to retire. And we're very grateful that we found lifestyles and they taught us how to do it the right way. So this whole real estate thing that you were doing kind of as a as a side gig actually turned into the thing that you're doing full time now. Are you are you even worried about the fact that you walked away from a puny severance package? Is that even a blip in your financial radar? No, I don't miss board one minute. <laughs> you don't miss them at all. <laughs> so so tell me about this this business that you've created. I mean, you you've established uh, an an organization that buys real estate. Uh, do you guys self-manage, or do you hire out a third-party manager? Uh, we Our first uh, property was a small community, uh, 24 units, and it was relatively close to where we live. 
we did uh, we did utilize third party management for a little while on that property, but ultimately did self manage it and um, you know really learned exactly what everything that goes into managing an apartment community, what it really means, what it really takes. Um, Greg was the maintenance guy, you know, when we would have um, calls come in um, or we would call, call up a vendor, right? So, um, you know, we have the systems and processes in place to handle all that. I paid all the bills and did the financial statements and all that kind of thing. Um, but then when we um, got a little bigger, uh, we found uh, a market that we really, really felt was very good for investing and it wasn't close to where we lived. So we transitioned to a third-party property management company that we have um, interviewed and selected through a painstaking several-month process. And we've partnered with them on our um, apartment communities ever since, and it's been a, a very good relationship. Not all third-party management companies um, are, are are good. Now, just leveraging what Nicole said, we are – extremely involved in our properties. In fact, we spend um, probably half of our time down at, a, at the properties, uh, meeting with the staff and other uh, vendors and such. So uh, we did not do, you know, just hand in the keys to a third-party property management company and let them run them. We were actually on-site more than our regional. I think our staff on the property sees us as their boss, <laughs> probably more so than their actual boss. Uh, so, um but part of that is because of the culture of the property management company we worked with. They're really good, and they were, were open to the idea of uh, owners being on site. So let me let me just recap what you guys said. You, you bought a small apartment community, and you got focused on understanding how the operations work. You made sure you put the right people into the day-to-day -day operations, and then you oversighted them and made sure that everything was going well. And then when you guys jumped from the small apartment community, because we haven't even talked about this, you went from a small apartment community to a very large apartment community. You made the decision to hire third-party management, and you, you said it, Nicole, painstaking process, several months, but you found the right partner. Tell me what it was like to, to actually do that research. Uh, well, we um, took that approach several different uh, ways. We went out, we looked at apartment communities that we felt um, looked nice, right, were well-maintained um, just by driving by. And we would look up online and see who the management company was. Sometimes they were self-managed, so that didn't go anywhere. But we collected, I would say, maybe, you know, five, six, seven, eight different names of different um, management companies um, just by looking at the properties themselves. Then we mystery shopped those properties. We went in and posed as people who were looking for an apartment for our son or our, my dad or something like that. And we, um, you know, without their knowledge, um, looked at their units. So we got property intel as well as, you know, we were interacting with their staff, you know, their leasing agent. Um, how did they follow up with us? Did they adhere to, you know, fair housing law? Yeah, it sounds like you did the, the deep dive research. Now, let me, let me just pose this thought for the audience. Keep in mind, they're working full corporate America careers, but they're doing this real estate investing on the side. You can do it too. When we come back from the break, we'll find out how. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. We went from 
100% live to 100% virtual. And you know, the funny thing is, is that nobody wants to go back to work now that work from home, right? So now my members are like, well, Dell, we want to keep those virtual things open because now I know all the people in Miami and I know all the people in Chicago. I know all the people now know each other from all over the country because of these virtual events. The free workshop, How to Retire in Five Years or Less, is online. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and I am joined by Nicole. Greg had to step away for a minute. He had something else to do. But that's great because that gives Nicole and I an opportunity to talk about Greg. So, so Nicole, let's, let's talk about him, shall we? Sure. Yeah. Oh, he's still there. Oh, no. Okay, we'll have to save it for later. Anyway, what, what I really wanted to talk about in this segment was I wanted to talk about some more secrets. Are you okay just bulging some more secrets? Sure. Why not? Okay. Well, the, the big secret about the two of you is the fact that you are giving back to other Lifestyles Unlimited members. Now, people on the radio don't have no idea about this, but you and I do. Now, Greg, he has this title called Life Changer. You have this title called Multifamily Mentor. What, what do those titles mean, and why are they important to the Lifestyles Unlimited community? Yeah, so Greg teaches the introductory 16-hour uh, course called uh, the Two-Day Seminar or the Financial Freedom Seminar, um, which is the probably the first 4A people get exposed to um, when they're coming into the organization. And it is 16 hours of education, uh, both for single family and multifamily investing, kind of gives people the roadmap and it explains to them how uh, how we work, how, the, how our philosophy, the map that Dell has put together for us. Um, I'm so a little I've, bit further. I've got a Go question ahead. about that before you, you talk about your role. That 16 hours, is it just a bunch of fluff and stuff? And do you really need to like upgrade your membership in order to get to the, the real meat and potatoes? Or does that 16 hours really give you what you need to be a successful real estate investor? Yeah, coming out of that um, seminar, you can actually go and take action, right? And and start putting plans together, um, you know, getting your money ready and start investing immediately. Um, one of the wonderful things about that seminar is as members now, we've been members for a long, long time. Um, but it's very common to have people who've been in the organization for many years come back and take that same 16-hour course, you know, maybe once a year, twice a year to refresh their skills. So it is um, actual hands-on learning. You sit there, you do math, right? And we, um, they, the life changers break it down in very simple terms um, for easy understanding. But you can take those concepts and put them into immediate deployment. Okay, Nicole, let's get to your role, multifamily mentor. What is that and why do I care? Yeah, so um, multifamily is apartment communities, right? Um, so that is my focus. And um, I help members all over the country with um, underwriting property, evaluating property when they want to uh, purchase a multifamily community. Um, I will help them in addition to our operations consultants that we have who are wonderful. 
um, help them with certain parts of um, operating their properties, right? When they have questions, they run into an issue, we are there to support them and, and help them through whatever it is they need. And then also when they're ready to sell the property, um, any support that they might need to um, prepare the property to be sold and, and help them through that sales transaction uh, with their broker and with their sales team, um, be there to guide and advise them. Um, on how to do that. And so I spend a lot of time with members, um, like I said, around the country, um, helping, helping them with that. So essentially you become that, that resident expert for somebody like me who just joins the, the organization. I'm very green, but you're not. You're very experienced. So I'm able to draw upon your experience and you are actually providing a little bit of oversight on what I'm doing. You're not, you're not doing the work for me, but you're helping me to get the work accomplished and you're steering me in the direction that I should be going in because a guy like me could go in like 80 different directions and I need somebody to keep me focused. Did, did I hit the nail on the head? Yeah, that's exactly right. So we don't do the work for you, but we help guide you. And sometimes you don't know what you don't know, right? So with the experience that the multifamily mentors have already, they can make sure that they're posing questions to you. Hey, make sure you're looking into this. Have you, you know, um, you know, investigated this thing? Do you know this about the property? We can bring those questions and issues and concerns to the forefront so that you um, can make a, the, the, a wise decision um, in with your investment. Yeah, and I and I think your your knowledge is just important. Not not just important. It's it's just necessary in order for guys like me and other people that are members of Lifestyles Unlimited to to achieve the results that we're trying to achieve. Because every one of us, <clears throat> excuse me, every one of us has a retirement problem. Part of the reason we become Lifestyles Unlimited members is that we've recognized that we have a retirement problem and we need to resolve that retirement problem because we don't want to be living somewhere in the future with a bag of money trying to live off of it and hoping we die before it all runs out. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, that's right. And the wonderful thing about the group is, you know, I don't pretend to know everything. I certainly don't. I have not come across every single situation that someone could run across. But I have a team, right, that I know how to access. And if somebody calls me with, an, with a concern or a problem I have not run into personally and don't have experience, um, I will engage the other mentors or operations consultants that are on the team and say, hey, has anybody got experience with this? I've got a member. I want to learn with the member, right? So can we get on a call together, right? So um, you've got not only access to your mentor and your op you know, operations consultant, but you've got access to everyone in the organization uh, because market conditions, things change. Um, we stay up on all the latest and greatest. Um, but we also tap into each other's experiences as well. Well, let me tap into some of your experience because I know you, you spent 25 years at Ford Motor Company doing marketing. How do those skill sets translate into what we do as real estate investors? Actually, that is Greg. He did 25 years. Oh, did I get that wrong? You're the finance and accounting person. You're the smart one. Yeah, I mean, don't let Greg kid you. He has 
background is in engineering, so he's he's really very good with numbers as well. But yes, my background is in the finance and accounting area. So that is my um, that that is the area that I love. So so this this real estate accounting must have just been like a, an easy peasy thing for you, or did you have to spend a little time focusing on it? I mean, is it is it completely transitional from what you used to do or tell me about the skill sets and how they they helped you yeah the the great thing about doing real estate is there's so many different aspects to the business one you never get bored that's a blessing and a curse because you constantly have to um you know improve on your education and if something doesn't work you got to figure out something else to do to, to fix maybe an issue or a concern you might have um it, it, the the thing I love about it is you can take a lot of the skill sets that you may just have in your day-to-day life, the experiences that you've gleaned over the course of your life, and they're applicable to this business. That doesn't mean that you'll know how to do everything. You may have gaps that you need. Like for me, I don't know anything about or much about marketing, right? That is something that I've had to learn how to advertise and, you know, that our, uh, you know, online presence and things like that, that wasn't something I had experience with. So that was something that I had to learn. But for the finance and accounting aspect of it, I could apply the skill set that I already had. And of course, I had to learn a few things, but I was able to very easily pick it up because I had that background. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dime you out. I'm gonna tell the audience some of the things that you've accomplished because I think it's important to give that that whole person approach. You and Greg have, have owned 14 single family properties. You've invested in like 34 different passive investments as passive investors. You you've owned and operated four different multifamily apartment communities as lead investors. I'll tell you what, if if you're looking for somebody to give you guidance. Go to somebody like Nicole because Nicole's got all the cred. You know what I mean? 2019, you leave Ford Motor Company. You're deeply involved with owning and operating real estate assets. At that that time, you you just picked up that 24-unit apartment community that you kind of used as, we'll call it a... What, well, I don't know. What would you call it? Would you call it a, a test project? Would you call it a very successful investment? What would you call that very first investment that you made? Uh, well, we actually bought that one in 2016. Oh, 16. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. And um, it, that that property, we believe we've been told that it was the first syndication with Lifestyles members outside of Texas. So um, we purposefully went a little smaller because we didn't know how many people would be interested in sending money from Texas to Detroit, of all places, right? Detroit does not have the most awesomest reputation out there. Um, And while the the property wasn't actually in the city of Detroit, it was certainly not too far. Um, So we, we purposefully went small because of that and also because... Um, we were still working full-time um, at our Ford Motor Company jobs, um, and it, it was the, a property that we found that, that the numbers worked on as well. So you have to take what the market gives you also. Um, so we purposefully went small because we wanted to learn and we wanted to kind of, like you said, kind of test it out a little bit and make sure that it was something that we could replicate here in our local market that many were already doing in Texas. Now, people listening are are dialed in on the fact that you're working full-time for corporate America, 
and you're doing this 24-unit apartment community. How, how did you balance the time, and where did you get all the time from? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so we always, as a multifamily mentor, I always mentor people that being an apartment owner is a full-time job. So Greg and I just had two full-time jobs. Um, uh, the the pro- property was between our home and our office. So it was easy to get to from either location. And if we needed to let a contractor in or whatever, uh, we, we have the flexibility with our job that we could leave and, you know, whenever we needed to and go let a contractor in and go back to the office. Or we developed coping skills um, that, you, you know, out of necessity at times where you put a lockbox on the door or, you know, you have somebody else go let the contractor in or whatever you need to do. Um, and we would work on reports and be at the property after work or before work um, on weekends, uh, and um, it, it worked out pretty well. But we did also have the flexibility to be there when we needed to. So if somebody called with a plumbing emergency, we could drop and run over there. So you left Ford Motor Corporation in 2019. Did, did that exit spearhead your desire to start buying very large multifamily apartment communities? Uh, so we bought our very first large property in 2019 um, in March, and um, we did not plan to buy one as large as we ended up buying. But again, you've got to take what the market gives you, and the numbers worked on it. We had been to best and final, which is kind of several rounds of offers for those that uh, don't know how that process works. Um, and we had lost out, I think, three, four, maybe even five times. We had gotten to like, you know, we were always the bridesmaid, never the bride type of thing. And um, uh, the broker that we had been primarily interacting with in the market gave us a call one day and said, hey, I've got this apartment community that I think would be perfect for you. Um, It was 272 units, a lot larger than we had originally planned to go, but the numbers worked. Um, And so we decided that it was the it was the time it was the right decision and it was the right property for us to to take that one down. Um, I was so busy with my job at that time. The position that I was in was very demanding and it was a, a lot of face time. So I actually couldn't even leave the office to go down for closing. Greg was on site for closing and I kept texting him that day. Can I quit now? Are we closed? <laughs> can, I, can I quit now? And at like 4.10, he texted me and said, we're closed, it's done, the property's ours. And I said, okay, well, now it's after 4 o'clock, it's on a Friday, I don't want to, I want to go home, I I want to drive down to the property, I'm not going to quit now, I'll do it on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you just described? That you were in complete control of everything. Even though you had like essentially two full-time jobs going, you were 100% in control of your life. And I think that's that's the beautiful thing of being a Lifestyles Unlimited member is that when you you join, you're looking to regain control. And then somewhere along the way, you do achieve control over your life. And you just articulated it beautifully, my friend. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's really it's completely mindset changing when you know you no longer need that job. Right. It's. Your whole outlook changes, even if you're still there, because you know you don't have to tolerate it for much longer. Or if something happens and they let you go tomorrow, you are going to be okay. And that just takes really a lot of pressure off 
off you that you don't even sometimes realize is there. So you guys eventually sold the 24-unit property. You, you made some great returns, 144% return. For, for the people in the audience, what that means is if you invested with Greg and Nicole, if you gave them $100,000, they essentially gave you back your $100,000 and an additional $144,000 in profits over the, what, three, four years that you owned that property? Yeah, it's almost four years on the nose. Yep. Okay. So all so of you listening, go ahead, Nicole. I was just going to say we we're very pleased with that return that we were able to provide that to our investors. Yeah, and, I, then, and that's the point I was going to make is that there are people listening to us that aren't making a 144% return on their money over a four-year period, which is why they need to be involved with this real estate stuff and not doing the stock market or the Bitcoin or the uh, all those other things that out there that are designed to help you get retired that are more like gambling than they are actual investments. Would you agree with that statement? Absolutely. Um, you know, in fact, we... We don't invest in other investment vehicles anymore. Uh, 100% of our monies go into real estate now. So talk to me about your lifestyle. Now, I, I do have to let everybody know, you guys have three different apartment communities that you're owning and operating right now as lead investors, totaling, what, 829 units. That seems like a lot of work. I mean, are you heavily engaged 40 hours per week, or what's going on with your time? Yeah, it, it is a lot of work, and we do spend um, about half of our time at, on site out of our, out, at our communities. And even when we're not on site personally, we are engaged on a daily basis in the businesses. So we're negotiating contracts where if there's an issue at, our, at any of the properties, the community managers give us a call. We help figure out you know, solutions. Uh, we're in meetings. It, so it, it is very busy. Um, and um, so some would say we're not living the lifestyle, but I'm responsible for providing a return to my investors. So I need to be responsible for their money and work hard to give them the returns that I want to provide to them. So you have to be present. Um, the nice thing is, is for the most part, I get to pick the time and I can do that work when it suits me. Right. So if I with Greg and I and we've done this a few times, we want to go see a movie, a matinee on a Tuesday afternoon. We do that. But then maybe I'm working on a Sunday evening or a, a Saturday during the day. But we can structure our lives the way we need to. And that has been a blessing. How close are your three properties to each other? Are they reasonably close or are they kind of far away? Yeah, no, they're very close to each other. In fact, we have two properties in the exact same submarket. They're half a mile from each other, so that's very convenient, and it's great because we can um, get some operational efficiencies. Staff at either community can help each other when it's needed. Um, our property that we bought in 2019 is about 25 minutes away freeway driving to, you know, from those two other communities. So, again, I can, I can be and am frequently at all three properties in the same day. How far away do you live from those properties? Yeah, we uh, live four and a half hours away drive time. Um, and like I said, we spend about half of our time, you know, in Indianapolis now, and we actually have a place there. So we, we do spend a, a lot of time in Indy and genuinely really like it there and have plans to move there permanently. Just need to work out some family things before we can do that. 
Yeah, and the, and the point I just wanted to make to the audience is that you can live where you want and you can invest where it makes sense, and, and you're a prime example of that. You're, you're enjoying the beautiful home that you live in up in the, the Detroit suburbs. I mean, I've seen pictures of your house. Um, I've, I've seen it in the snow. I've seen it without the snow. Um, and I've seen pictures of your properties in Indianapolis, and they're beautiful, beautiful communities. You've really transformed what was kind of eh into something that's really something that people can call home. And I got to congratulate you for that. Well, thanks, Al. I appreciate that. Yeah, you guys, you and Greg do good work. Don't don't tell Greg I gave him a compliment, but I'm going to give him a compliment. <laughs> you, you guys did great All work. All right. Stay with me. So what would you say to people that are listening to us right now that are sitting on the fence that think that we're full of you-know-what? What would you say to them? Yeah, I, I would say I get it. I understand why you feel that way because it feels – and it sounds too good to be true. Um, uh, go take a free workshop. Act. Do something, right? Get in control of your life. Um, it's not going to just happen unless you take action. So – Learn more about the organization. Go to a case study in person if you are able to, um, or join online. They're live streamed. They're wonderful opportunities to get to understand and, and learn more about the organization. And you can kind of go from there and decide what path is best for you. Couldn't have said it better myself. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com to get started. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.